The Summer Down Under continues as we welcome you to TC Live on day three from Australia as we continue our coverage of the United Cup from Sydney and Perth. A 30-minute pregame show to get you ready for all the action. Here is what's on the way. Day two of the United Cup delivered with another tie coming down to the mixed doubles. See how having Angie Kerber back in the mix helped Team Germany. Plus, all of these stars making their season debut tonight. Nole, Taylor Fritz, Jesse Pagula all in Perth. And how about Sloan Stevens in Brisbane? Some big changes in the big foe coaching team. We'll ask our experts how it will impact his results in the new year. We're leading up to United Cup play starting in Sydney, Canada, and Chile. Leila Fernandez looking to start the season like she finished last year. And Nicolas Jari leading Team Chile. Then we've got the returning champs, Team USA, starting against Great Britain, who already got a win. Taylor Fritz playing Cam Norrie for the 14th time, and Jesse Pagula facing Katie Bolter for the first time. Come on in. Great to have you here with us. Steve Weissman, Prakash Amitraj, and the self-anointed spark of the program, Coco Vandewa. I'm not mad at that. Look, we saw it <laughs> yesterday. We got several tweets, a lot of personal text messages where we were in a group chat saying how much, uh, you know, Love the little sauce you brought to the show. It can only get better from here. That's it. That's it. <laughs> little spicy. You were the spice, but now, I don't know. I can't get but uh... She brought out the red dress today. She's got canary yellow. You know, she's doing her thing. I'm just trying my best to keep up with you boys. Listen, we, we've got some good matches today, but the best tie of the day, it's got to be the returning champs, right? Team USA taking on Great Britain? Absolutely. Red, white, and blue has got to bring it this year. they got to defend the cup. I mean, they're going to bring their best. they got the A team out there and Taylor Fritz and Jess Pagula. But let's see how they're able to go against really tough group. Mm. Yeah, look, I like the Americans to be able to come through. But a little shout-out for uh, Zhang taking on Djokovic. I think that's going to be a great match. Triple Z has been playing some great tennis, had a big win yesterday, and um, just just got an explosive game. We talked a little bit about it. I think he's he's gearing up for some sort of a big year this year. You know, he's been able to have big wins, took out Rude at the U.S. Open last year. So, who knows? Djokovic is, you know, first match back. You never know what happens. Guy hasn't lost in Australia in like a decade. Why you got to do that? Why, 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 why you got to do that? Commentator's jink, jinx is undefeated. Trying to give Triple Z a little, little juice going into this? No, I love Triple Z. We're going to have his highlights later, but let's recap yesterday's action. And with this new format, mixed doubles is so meaningful. It came down to that between Norway and the Netherlands. Arantz Garus, Kasparud won in singles, but the Netherlands... They sent out their double stars, Demi Scherz, Wesley Kulhoff. Well, look, you're going to see here how doubles players are adept at being able to move around the court. Now, now, Rude did have an opportunity there to close out that first set. Wasn't able to take it with that error. Now, as we move into the breaker here, you can just see Kulhoff and Scherz moving in the right manner. Both of them moving forward. You saw Kasper Rude on the left of the screen moving back a little bit. Able to take that first set breaker. Second set still goes down to the wire here, but again... Casper just kind of moving back into the middle. Doesn't put you in the right position for doubles. Good things happen when you move forward. And again, here, sure, is just taking it right to Casper, knowing he doesn't feel tremendously comfortable up at net. And uh, over here, Kulhoff just, just doing what he does up at net, all over the place, anticipating like doubles players do. And uh, big win. That's a big team there for mixed doubles for the Netherlands. Two superstars in the dubs. So the Netherlands... In Group F, they've got the lead. Croatia has yet to play yet. Speaking, let's go to Germany and Italy. 
Locked in a big-time battle. Angie Kerber back from maternity leave. First match since Wimbledon 2022. But Jasmine Paolini, she was ready to go, Coco. Oh, she absolutely was. I mean, the Italian brought the fire. That's what the Italians love to do. They love to get their bench involved. They love to create an atmosphere, and it's always really difficult to play against, especially with Kerber's first match back. It was going to be an uphill battle for her. It was always going to be tough, and you see it really in the tight moments where she's serving to stay up a break, to finish, to get the second set close. And a little bit of cramps here from Paolini. It's really difficult to play for your country. The nerves create a lot of anxiety and can create cramps, even though you are as fit as a fiddle. But you know what it did for her? It let her play loose. She was able to swing freely because she knew she wasn't going to last in these 10-ball rallies that Kerber loves to do, and she just ripped this back in for a winner. Ooh. Kerber had her chances in this one, but Paolini, nominated for Most Improved Player of the Year in 2023, starting the season strong, gives Italy the lead. we got no Yannick Sinner, no Lorenzo Musetti on the roster, so could Lorenzo Sonigo clinch it against Alexander Zverev? Had never take a set off the German before, Coco. Well, Sonigo came out playing his forehand so well and really getting Zverev to run wide to his forehand, picking on the backhand. Zverev was way too content just getting the rally ball back in play. But unfortunately... He dipped in the second set, and Zarev's backhand became lightning fast and penetrating. His depth on the ball was unmatched, and he was able to seal the second set with a good first serve. His service really stepped up in these matches, and it's going to be a good look for him in this upcoming year. But he is just so solid from the baseline, and the depth just finally beats his opponent down. Didn't face a break point the entire match. Went 81% on his first serve, 74% on his second serve. I call that a good day at the office as Alexander Zverev gets the win. So that evens it up at one apiece. Once again, it comes down to mixed doubles. Germany sent out the big guns against Sonigo and Angelica Moratelli. I've definitely seen Zverev play doubles, and he's not that comfortable. I mean, he's starting way too far back on the first serve return. I would like him to stand in and get his presence involved just like he was able to cross in that point. If you're up closer to the net, it's a lot easier to take those middle balls. But he was able to be rock solid from the baseline, chasing balls down that probably weren't even his, and be able to, be able to create those crazy angles that he just was able to hit with the forehand. And they closed it out pretty easily in this second set. Kerber and Zverev able to get it done. Zverev said after Angie played great and mixed. Her singles was a high level in her first match back as well. How about a deciding point, match point, that goes astray, and Team Germany gets the win 2-1. They take it in mixed doubles. Great to see Angie Kerber back on the court. And Sasha Zverev starting the season strong. Remember last year coming back from the ankle surgery. It was a tough start for him. Germany leading Group D right now. Let's hear from the new mama, Angie Kerber. What were the emotions like? How did it feel being back out here? I mean, it was a special day for me, coming back after so long, playing as a singer on a really high level and then playing with Sasha, the mixed, and winning actually my first match after my coming back. So it's, uh, yeah, it feels great. L- love to see Angie Kerber back in the next. What, what did you think of her effort, first matches back? Well, I think the biggest thing you want when you're, when you're making a comeback like this after so long is, is pressure reps. You know, you can get out there, you can feel great, but to be able to feel what it feels like on those no-add points, too love when you're up a break, when you lose your serve, those are the things you can't buy. 
in practice. You got to get out there and play matches. So I thought she looked great in that opening round. Uh, unfortunately, she wasn't able to come through. Palin, he played some great tennis. But to be able to come out there in the mix when it was 1-1, play a great match with Sasha Zverev in this unique format, that's got to give her a lot of confidence. She looked, that looked like a real genuine smile there. She was thrilled after that. No, I've never seen her so happy out there on the court. I mean, being a new mother, you've seen it in so many players, how it reinvigorates their career. They really get more motivated. They play for something else besides themselves. And hopefully Angie can do it for herself this year and for many years. Who knows how long she'll play? She is a former Australian Open champion. So we'll see what happens throughout the rest of the season. Great to have her back, though. Night session in Perth between Poland and Brazil. That means... The season debut for world number one Iga Sviantek facing Beatrice Haddad Maya. Rematch from the Roland Garros semis, Prakash. Yeah, I mean, look, Iga must have done some great work in this offseason because she came out sharp today. Got off two breaks there in that first set, had no problem being able to close things out. She was doing it well off of both sides. What I love is, you know, she she probably goes over the sideline more than any other player on tour, creating so many angles like she did on the backhand there, which then allows her to use those big shots and give her big, bigger windows to be able to strike those winners. Again, both sides, when you find her winners, they're not close to the line. They're in the middle of the court because of how well she spreads the court against her opponent. And when she's leaning into that forehand, easily the heaviest on tour. Finished last year with 11 wins in a row. Keeps that streak going in the new season. Iga Świątek putting Poland up 1-0. Poland's one of the favorites here at the United Cup because they also have Hubert Hurkacz. His singles match, though, Prakash, not as easy. No, that's a brutal team, by the way, uh, Steve. I totally, completely agree with you. Sebojevic-Veal, um, some big points in big moments in that first set breaker. Was able to take it 7-6. But something we're seeing here from Hurkacz, something that he's been doing great over the last couple of years, Finding other ways to be able to win when his offense isn't always executing at the highest level. Some great defense here, working his way back into the point, coming up with an easy forehand down the line there. The guy's done a lot of work on his movement. I think he moves exceptional for a big guy. And he was in all of his opponent's service games. He managed to get 13 break points, converted five of them, and served 10 aces, so taking care of his side as well. Doing a lot of different things well out there, even though it may not have been his best day striking the ball. Yeah, you mentioned one another Masters 1000 event last year, set to be a big season for Hubert Hurkacz. Takes care of business in his singles. By the way, they played mixed doubles together, even though it didn't matter. They won. Team Poland locked in to the United Cup this year, and they are ahead of the Group A standings right now. And uh, Brazil, unfortunately, two losses, one in five in the matches. They're done. But Spain and Poland... Looking forward to that matchup coming up. Top of the hour, though, it's Canada and Chile. That means Nicolas Jari in action, taking on Steven Diaz. Career high 19 in the world right now for Jari. Became the seventh Chilean to break inside the top 20 since the start of the rankings. So looking to follow up last season with a strong start to 2024. When we come back, we're breaking down the defending champs. Taylor Fritz, Jesse Pagula leading Team USA later tonight in the United Cup. Don't go anywhere. Coco Prakash, Steve, back on TC Live. Layla Fernandez getting ready to lead Team Canada later tonight. Won 10 of her last 11 matches last year. She can juggle as well. So talented, Layla Fernandez. So talented, always got a smile on her face. Always love the energy she brings. I mean, even, even a lot of the players that play doubles with her seem to just get into a good space playing with her, you know? Ain't that the truth? All right, China taking on the Czech Republic yesterday. We are both very high on the game of Triple Z. 
He proved why we are against Yuri Lehechka Prakash. Yeah, he dropped the first set here, but gets off to a great start. Something he's been doing well in matches is not letting a tight set sort of affect him in the early part of that next set. Kind of just goes back right to work, forehand really working out there. He's got the ability to flatten out that forehand and kind of hook it in with a lot of weight on it as well. Third set here, crucial game, 3-all, showing some good movement here from both sides, able to force the error at the net from Lehetska. Does a great job serving it out. That first serve, a bit of a rocket as well. Got 71% points won on that first serve and saved 7 out of 10. That's a good day. Zhang Zhizhen, he was the first Chinese man to beat a top five opponent, first ATP Masters 1000 quarterfinalist from China. How about a win in the United Cup for his squad? So uh, pressure on the Wimbledon champ Marketa Vondrosova. Coco, it was not a privilege for her against Zhang Qinwen. Especially in this first set. I mean, Zhang was just absolutely clobbering the ball. From word go, she was just absolutely thumping it. But Vondrosova does what she does best, is get an extra ball back. Keep making you play. And that creates these opportunities to be able to pass. I mean, one shot pass, two shot pass, three shot pass. She was able to do it there in the second set. But again, Queen was just ready to rock and roll in this third set. She got back to her winning ways of just rocketing winners from out of nowhere. You don't see anyone do it like she does, except maybe Sabalenka, who can hit a winner from just about anywhere. And it was a pretty much a spanking in this third set. Queen went, started the match strong, finished it, winning 14 of the last 16 points. How about top 10 win number six for her as China is able to take the tie, and they are in the lead right now in Group E. We'll see Serbia later today. That means Novak Djokovic. But that Chinese squad, they are strong, and they are playing Serbia later today. When we come back, we're going to update you on the changes to Team Tiafo for 2024. Big foe, not, not happy he's not playing the United Cup. He's in Hong Kong, and he's got a new big-time coach. We'll tell you all about it. TC Live, Stefano Tsitsipas and Team Greece, they do not play until Monday in the States, but he is already, Coco, found the camera. I mean, he loves the camera. I don't know if the camera loves him in this Gilligan Island. <laughs> it's, not, it's not my favorite look. It's not my favorite look. I like the Letterman jacket. Though. I see him playing to the camera. What was the look he gave? What was he trying to portray with that look? I'm still trying to figure where's, it out. Where's Bedosa at? Get, That's what I want to know. Get him an Academy Award. <laughs> <laughs> Novak Djokovic, Team Serbia, they begin play today facing a confident Chinese squad that's coming off a win over the Czech Republic. Djokovic actually crashed the Chinese press conference yesterday. He had his own as well. Representing Serbia is greatest honor and pleasure, privilege. Uh, as Olga said, we have great energy, great chemistry in the team. You know, as um, some, some of the people and players that I met for the for the, for the first time, actually, a few days ago, and it's nice. And hopefully kickstart the season in the best possible way for us also as a team, but also individually, because the season is long. Uh, we're all here with the intention to, to start well. He's closer to Prakash than he is members of his own team. <laughs> uh, Djokovic looking to extend his record of 24 major titles in 2024. Get the all-time, all-time record. Man. Add to his 10 Aussie Open titles. Looking to get number 11 there as well. He's number one in the world. Shows no signs at all 
of slowing down. How many more majors do, does Novak add to the list this year? I, I think the big issue for me is when does the motivation wilt even a little bit? What's dumbfounding is he's so far ahead of the competition on the men's side, and still he somehow is able to, where do you pull from? Normally you can look at Rafa, you can look at Roger, who's been pushing you this whole time. Now he has to find a different place, and the fact that he can continue to manufacture that is what impresses me the most. How long will that stay remains to be the question. But you got to look at this year. He's still the favorite at all of the events, yeah. including including uh, Olympics. That's oh. right. He has mentioned that these young guns are giving him a run for his money, but he's not ready to relent just yet. And I think right. that's been his motivation in the coming up years and certainly into this year where Alcaraz has won a slam and he's definitely has some competition that is really knocking at the door and is not going to relent whatsoever. But... Novak has been unwavering for playing for his country, and it's something that's really admirable to be able to have and to have that accomplishment. He's still hunting for that gold medal. He, he certainly is. I, I, I just want to get a little bit of a look into his, his anti-aging regimen. I, I think he's got some sort of hyperbaric chamber, LED, therapy, all sorts of stuff that, you know, none of us have access to. Novak, just, just give me a little, just a little something. <laughs> let, 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 let's get Found in the there, news. you know. Whatever it is, it's working, and especially down under, by the way. Yeah. It's what, 28 straight matches at the Australian Open. Last four times he's played, he's won the whole thing. Man. Uh, big foe, some big coaching news. How about this? Francis Tiafo parting ways with Wayne Ferreira, bringing on Diego Moyano to the squad. Uh, J- Jordi Arcanada still there as well. So how would you characterize this coaching move, Prakash? Uh, I think there are uh, positives and, and, and challenges that are coming up here. I mean, look, the positives are, I think the fact that you've had such success with Wayne Ferreira and you still choose to make a change, that means you truly believe, hey, I got a lot more in the tank. Maybe I need a different voice. Maybe I'm looking for a little something else. So that kind of initiative to be able to go away from something comfortable that served you so well, I think I think that's a great thing. Diego Moyano, he, he is an absolute workhorse. He is going to put Francis through the hard yards. And, and I think it was all love between him and Wayne. But uh, rest assured, Wayne has done such a great job. I'm sure, I'm sure his phone's ringing off the hook right now. Oh, definitely. He's going to find work somewhere. But Diego and Francis, they've known each other since the USTA days. I, I remember seeing them train there down in Boca. So they're really comfortable with each other. And Jordy's always going to be there. That's the backbone for Francis. That's his, that's his definite best friend. And it's always great to kind of change it up. Sometimes things get stale. I mean, I know I've gone through different coaches and have gone back to old coaches. You just need a new voice sometimes to be able to reinvigorate something that you already have. He wants something a little bit more. He wants something fresh. And the difference between a good coach and a great coach is how many ways you can say the same thing. And hopefully Diego has the magic formula for Big Foe. Looking for a spark, like Coco here, right? <laughs> Diego, Diego's that spark. He just coached Coco Golf, coached Kevin Anderson, and uh, now with Francis Tiafo. Well, big foe, I'm available. If you need, if you need more of a spark, I'm available. <laughs> Meantime, uh, Q Samuel L. Jackson. I, I, I've seen enough of these snakes on this Watch yourself. <laughs> Watch yourself. <laughs> this, this was during, during, during qualies in, in Brisbane. Dominic team, an eastern brown snake, the second most venomous snake in the world. Delayed play for 40 minutes before they caught this thing. I just, I just love how the Australians just didn't even were faced. No one got up in the Only stands. Not. I mean, they just stayed there. Yeah, because it happens in everyone's backyard over there. I'm surprised <laughs> someone didn't just go grab it by the head, dump it in the trash, call it a day. Anything in Australia, I guess. That's wild. That 40 is wild. minute delay for a, a venomous. By the way, Dominic team slithered out of his match. He, he was down triple match point five three in the second set. Came back and won. That, that's an actual slithering out of, out of the score. Well done. Well done. Oh, my gosh. Great job getting this, this behind-the-scenes video of the Eastern Brown Snake.
The teams heading out onto the court. We are leading up to the top of the hour. Chile taking on Canada. United Cup. Nicolas Jari leading Team Chile. Of course, Leila Fernandez leading Team Canada. Here's your schedule on New Year's Eve. That's right. Party with us. TC Live, 6 p.m. Eastern. Croatia, Norway, Poland, Spain. Remember, they're both 1-0 right now. France, Germany, and Team USA back in action against Australia. We will be back after a quick break. Team Canada taking the court. We are just moments away from first ball as they will play Chile. There's Leila Annie Fernandez. How about Felix Ojeali-Assim, by the way? Not playing singles. Steven Diaz is playing singles. Hope Felix is okay. Participated in all of the press conferences and everything like that. Uh, we're less than three weeks away from the year's first major. TC Live has you covered every single day, 5 p.m. Eastern. Your only two-hour pregame show. I'll be joined by Hall of Famers Martina Navratilova, Lindsey Davenport, Jim Courier, plus John Wertheim. A lot of guests, highlights, predictions, and fun every single day of the Australian Open right here on Tennis Channel. Time now for our hot shot of the day. We go back to Sonigo and Zverev. Kyrgios or Zverev, Prakash? Uh, I, I call that hammer time. He almost did the, the, the hammer dance over there. Got on both legs, on the back foot, threw it in. But the most important thing, Weissman, Can't what do we talk this. The smash. But, <laughs> but what do we always say? Hot shot, you're able to come up with a big shot, but you yeah. don't close. Yeah. Here, Zverev follows it up with a beautiful approach, comes in, knocks off the smash. So he's not just a hot shot. He's a hot dog, too. He, he, he won the point. Does he have that dog in him, though? Uh, yet to be seen this year. <laughs> because he's done so well, I'd like to see a slam from him before yeah. I start talking about I the mean, dog I mean, in he it. He has the man bun now. I mean, the man bun is very successful. Federer had it. I mean, Thanks. Marty Fish even pulled it off. Absolutely. So let's see if he can, too. TBD. TBD on that dog. All right. Here's Canada Chile coming up top of the hour. Send him some memes. Can you, can you DM Alex? And just get, I will. Get I him will. some memes. Layla Fernandez leading the way for Canada. And then we got Nicholas Jari against Steven Diaz. Still no, no word. We've been checking all the interwebs about Felix Ojeali-Assim. And then uh, Team USA. Nine Eastern in Perth. Jesse Pagula, Katie Bolter playing for the first time. Taylor Fritz, Cam Nori meeting for the 14th time. 7-6 for Fritz. His, his only loss last year, by the way, at the United Cup came to Cam Nori. But uh, let's start with Jesse Pagula and Katie Bolter. Katie Bolter got a win the other day. Jesse Pagula, first match of the season. Who takes it and why? I think Jess Pagula takes the, the match today. I think Jess has it coming. She played so well. We saw her in Cancun making it all the way to the finals of the year-end championship. She has been solid as a rock. And as she has said and has everyone has said, it's time to make some dents in a Grand Slam. Yeah. So you only are able to do that if you have confidence. And the best way to have confidence is go out there and win. And I think Jess is too solid for Katie out there uh, on the baseline. Yeah, she had a, a phenomenal year last year, so she should be feeling so confident coming into this year. We picked up that second 1,000 title and made the final in Cancun, as you said. But um, I think the best thing about Jess is she just doesn't fall below a certain level. Yes, she can play exceptional tennis and beat the best in the world, but I just don't think she beats herself. And I don't think Katie has enough firepower to be able to just completely rip through her uh, for uh, over the course of two out of three sets. So uh, I, I do completely agree with uh, Jess taking it. And a little tight on the Fritz and Nori call. But um, listen, I, I think we're just sticking to Team USA you know, over here. Me, me and me and Coco. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What, what, 
Why has this matchup been so close between Nori and Fritz over the years? Well, because they both work the court really well. And, and look, even when uh, Taylor's able to work the court to be able to get that forehand and pound it, Nori's got tremendous defensive ability. And on Nori's side, he may not have that giant knockout punch, but he works the ball around well. Taylor's a great competitor. He doesn't mind those long rallies. So I, I think you find that you have a lot of long points with both these players. Um, I think Taylor has the edge on the serve, probably gets a few more free points. Uh, Nori works it around a little bit more. But when you look at their all-round game, Co, who do you think has more of an advantage as far as being comfortable in more areas of the court? Well, I think Taylor Fritz does. I think his game is definitely more the advantage. You always want the ball on your racket when you are a big-time player, and Taylor wants to be that big-time player. The only thing I will knock Taylor on the times he has played Nori is his attitude wavers. He is not that pleasant to be around when he's losing to Nori. He doesn't think Nori's as good as he is, and he kind of gets negative on himself. So Taylor needs to fix that and kind of be the big man on campus and beat the players he's supposed to beat, and he hasn't really proven that year in, year out as being a solidified top 10 player. That starts this year, 10 in the world. So Taylor Fritz looking to move. Got to five in the world last year. What, 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 where do you think he goes this year, and how far does he get in a major? Well, let's let's look at that. When you talk about five, uh, he won a Masters 1000 title there. If you're going to be sitting in the top five, you got to continue to put up those consistently. You know, he, he had a great run at Wimbledon that same year as well, where he won Indian Wells. You just got to be knocking on the door. There just You need so many points to be able to stay consistently in the top five, and those really just come at the slams and the 1000s. All right, looking forward to this one. Nine Eastern once again. Team USA taking on Team Great Britain. We got Novak Djokovic starting his season yep. today. Got Sloane Stevens playing her first match later today as well. And, of course... We're starting with Canada and Chile. Coco's going to go to the booth, joining the great Chanda Rubin for the call of this match. As always, thank you for watching TC Live. We'll see you back here tomorrow on New Year's Eve, everybody.